ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another mini episode of Who You Got. My name is Dayton Hammond. Who You Got is a show about creating brackets for things that don't normally have brackets. Now, you may be asking, what is a bracket exactly? Well, a bracket, or tournament bracket, is a tree diagram representing a series of games played in a knockout tournament. Each episode, we create a bracket for a specific topic and determine the best of that topic through a series of debate matchups. In these special mini-episodes, special rules apply. First, this is just little old me here. While there is no guest, I will still be talking through these matchups in a thorough and even-handed manner. Number two, unlike a full episode of Who You Got, we will only be debating four items here. That means two semifinal matchups and then a final face-off to take the crown. Thirdly and lastly, there are no strict time limits on each round, but thankfully we have the man himself, Graham Zima, over here on the knobs to call me out just in case I start stalling out of sheer indecision. So we have three rules, three rounds, but what four items will be before us today? Well, it's four different Mountain Dews and a bottle of Jack. I am broadcasting live from a land party in 2004, apparently. Uh, no, we're actually doing a special a solo taste test here on Who You Got Today. You may or may not know that Mountain Dew was originally created as a mix mixer for whiskey. In the 1940s, Barney and Allie Hartman struggled to find a mixer that they enjoyed with whiskey. Naturally, co-opting a slang term for Highland Scotch whiskey, they created Mountain Dew. But Mountain Dew is much more than just the neon green citrus virgin moonshine that it once was. We have the fan favorites, the crisp and light citrus whiteout, and the sweet and rich raspberry voltage. Then there are the classic variants, the bold cherry code red, and the tangy orange live wire. How do these serve the original purpose of Mountain Dew? How will they mix with whiskey? How do they fare against their first flavor for these purposes? So, let's create our first control element, regular Mountain Dew, with a little bit of whiskey. So as I said here, I've got a bottle of Jack, courtesy of my father here, and got a bunch of flavors of Mountain Dew, so we're just gonna give this a little try here. Now, this is actually a bit of a, a send-off for myself as well, because I'm trying to wean off soda in preparation for my wedding in a year, trying to lose a little little bit, of, little bit of love handles around the waist. So this is the, just simply the best way to say goodbye to one of my vices, soda pop. So I've never actually tried Mountain Dew and whiskey before. Uh, I'm typically a gin and tonic guy, which I hear is apparently the drink of psychopaths. So do with that information what you will. But I'll have a Jack and Coke once in a while, often with my dad. Let's take a sip here of the regular Mountain Dew, classic Mountain Dew, and whiskey. I definitely made that a little strong, but it's not bad. This, so, you know, Mountain Dew's got that nice, strong, abrasive, lemony, limony flavor to it. That plays pretty well with a good whiskey. It sort of cuts that bite a little bit that you get, that sort of leathery flavor that you get right off the bat. Now, let's see whether Whiteout or Voltage is better with Jack, and then we'll drop a little whiskey into Code Red and Livewire and see which is the better of those two. The winner, overall, in the finals, will be crowned the Cocktail King of the Mountain. So, let's do the do, hashtag not sponsored, on who you got. 
so we're gonna start out with Whiteout here. So Whiteout was the winner of the 2010 Democracy promotion, which was an event I believe Mountain Dew did twice, where they would have three flavors out in stores and they would ask people to buy it, vote on it, and see which is their favorite. So Whiteout was the winner in 2010. And it went up against Typhoon, which was more of a fruit tropical punch, one that I liked quite a bit. And then they had the quote-unquote lime-blasted distortion. I don't ever want to be lime-blasted in my life. So the winner overall was, of course, Whiteout. You can still find that in stores today. And I guess I kind of get it. People sort of jokingly called it Sprite Out because it sort of has that standard lemon-lime-citrus flavor. And so... We're gonna give this a try here, see how it tastes with a little bit of Jack in it. I really need to make these weaker. It's all I can taste is booze. <laughs> but this is pretty good. So what's interesting about Whiteout is that it sort of has this weird little foggy color to it. And the whiskey does not <laughs> end well to it. The color is definitely very, very strange, but it's not too bad. You could see easily how a little bit of white out in Jack could lead to a blackout. But let's see here how Voltage does. Voltage, of course, was the winner of the 2008 Democracy promotion. Same sort of deal. Went up against some different sodas, though. We went up against Supernova, which was a strawberry flavor, a strawberry melon, if I recall correctly. That one is probably my favorite. I am bummed that that one is gone, for sure. And then it also went up against Revolution, which was a wild berry sort of flavor to it. That one, I don't remember tasting so good. <laughs> that one I just remember being super, super sugary, which might not be bad with whiskey, but we're checking out Voltage here today, which I don't mind. I definitely don't seek this one out as often as I do other Mountain Dews. Um, it's got maybe a bit of a syrupy flavor to it that I don't like. So maybe the whiskey will be a good counter to that. I'm just gonna dip a little bit in this time. I still feel like I'm making these way too strong. Okay, now that really works. That's something interesting. It kind of brings out some of those more smoky flavors that some people might associate with whiskey, something a little bit more potent. And I like drinking Voltage every once in a while because it reminds me of, if you'll remember back to the rhythm music video games episode where I talked about playing rock band in the summers, we drank, oh man, when this promotion was going on, we drank so much Voltage, we drank so much Supernova, we drank so much Revolution while we were just jamming out to Weezer and all that other episode we did. So this just sort of brings me back. But there's something really nice about that heavier raspberry flavor of voltage playing with the whiskey here. I'm gonna take another sip of each though. Yeah, there's something going on with the voltage that I really, really like. Let's give White out another shot here though. So, made white out a little bit strong the first time around, so I'm just going to add a little bit more in. There we go. I'm getting very, very warm already. <laughs> warm in the studio, 
warm because I'm drinking. Hmm. So the brightness of whiteout does help against the whiskey a little bit, but what I really like about the voltage combination is that it really tastes like something new. It tastes like something that you might want to push at your own bar. It tastes really unique. It tastes like something that someone would seek out when trying to make a drink. Whiteout just sort of tastes like something I've had before. Some people will have Sierra Mist or Sprite or something with their whiskey. And this is sort of feeling, and it feels like it's in the vein of that. Hmm. Yep, definitely a bit familiar. Definitely not bad. But I think we're going to have to move voltage onto the next round. There's something new going on there. So, we have voltage moving on to the final round. And next up we have Code Red and some whiskey going up against Livewire and some whiskey. So let me just reorganize my cups a little bit. Let's take a little bit of code red. So I'll have to apologize off the top right here to my fiance who loves code red. I for one do not. I think it it sort of has a similar problem to voltage. So maybe we'll see it work well with whiskey here. But a little bit syrupy, a little bit rich, a little bit too strong for me. I like a little bit lighter tartar sodas and I wish Code Red had a little bit of that. Ooh, I might have just burped into the mic. But if it has that same sort of effect that Voltage does, it'll pair quite well with whiskey. Now, Code Red is probably the most familiar of the Mountain Dew flavors that you know. So was introduced back in 2001 and it reportedly increased the sales of Mountain Dew by 6% in its first year alone, at least according to the Mountain Dew wiki page, which is apparently a thing. I've been an indelible resource here as I research a little bit about these soda flavors. Let's give it a try. Mm, takes me right back to 2001. Back to making them strong again, too. Let's put a little bit more code red in there. What I love about Mountain Dew is that it's always had this sort of fun, extra extreme sort of energy to it with its labels and everything. And Code Red was the first sort of demonstration of them playing around with that. We, of course, have their little, little spy radar pinging monitor thing on there as if we're in some sort of danger when we're drinking this and if we're in some sort of in joke or special mission by drinking this soda i feel like i'm a special spy when i'm drinking a little whiskey in code red it's not bad it's surprising how quickly the code red flavor sort of falls away uh, otherwise, you know, Code Red's a pretty strong flavor. Nice, bold cherry right in your face. But the whiskey really tempers it. And I don't think in a good way. Altogether, the drink isn't very sweet. And all that's sort of left is that syrupy sort of quality of Code Red that I'm not huge on. But we'll take another sip. Hmm. 
Yep, not quite yet what I'm looking for. Let's give Livewire a try, shall we? So, I quite like Livewire. I felt like for a while it was kind of difficult to find. It was exclusive flavor for 2003, 2004, and then 2005. And then it permanently became part of the Mountain Dew repertoire, probably another one of the more recognizable flavors. I remember when I used to go to summer camp that the vending machine, which the kids weren't allowed to use, only the staff, um, served Mountain Dew live wire, and I was very, very jealous. And I remember on my last year at the camp, uh, as we were heading home, my mom bought me a soda out of there to stay awake for the ride. And of course, I got live wire. So, man, to think that I would be live on air somewhere drinking that stuff with a bit of whiskey, never would have guessed. But the, what I like about Livewire too is that I, I don't even have the whiskey poured in here yet, but it's pretty aromatic. Got a little bit of that citrus flavor going. Nice strong orange lead to it. Learned how to mix my drinks here too. There we go. Yep, that's definitely what I'm looking for. Okay, that's... I feel like I would drink this on a regular basis. So the orange does what I thought the cherry of Code Red would do, really cut through that whiskey flavor. Instead of just creating, if you've ever seen in grocery stores, sometimes they'll sell like a cherry moonshine mixture that's just really thick, heavy syrup, jam, compote, whatever you want to call it, and just booze. <laughs> that's sort of what the Code Red and whiskey combination ended up being. But now we have something really special here the sort of citrus acidic forward flavor of live wire cutting through that whiskey making me extra burpy too but no this 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 really does taste quite good there's something very pleasant especially in the fall like about this feels very homey and and warm Got a little bit of zip and zing to it, but also got that nice base of the whiskey. It's leaving all the best parts of each of these ingredients, the live wire and the whiskey. Yeah, man, if I don't, if that's not a winner, I don't know what is. Okay, man, I'm already feeling a little silly, but not silly enough to Ignore the fact that that live wire was delicious. So, we'll give Code Red another try here for my fiance, but there's just something about this that isn't quite working for me. I'll even add a little bit more Code Red in there to see if it just needs a little extra cherry flavor to cut through that heavy whiskey. I'm going to be excited. I'm actually a bit excited to give up soda. I'm a man of few vices, at least I like to consider myself. I don't smoke much of anything. I don't drink too often. Of course, we've all had those periods where we did, but um, I try to take it easy nowadays, trying to be a responsible adult. But man, I will <laughs> have soda pretty much every time I'm driving over an hour. Anything to keep me awake and something cool to drink, you know. And Mountain Dew is definitely up there for me for the things I might pick up. Yeah, the Code Red just isn't doing it for me. Something 
cancels each other out about the code red and the whiskey. Not a fan. But the live wire and the whiskey lifts each other up, man. That's that's some good stuff. So, in the title for the cocktail king of the mountain, I'd say let's have another sample of voltage, another sample of live wire, and see which is the best. So I've got the voltage here again. I'm gonna refresh my drink a little bit. Typically a beer guy. I'd love to do an episode with some local brewers here in Milwaukee, headquarters is even a podcasting network. Talk about some maybe some of our favorite beer styles. I love a good Kolsch, I love a good sour. Sours especially have been my jam lately. I'll try pretty much anything. There's uh, this wonderful brewery out of Madison called Untitled Art, and they make a bomb pop sour, which is exactly what it sounds like. It is the bluest, teal, cloudy, awesome, tart beverage. It tastes like a bomb pop. It's just wonderful, and it's been wonderful in here in summer when I've been wandering around to different Milwaukee bars. Finding this anywhere, just got to jump on it. Really, really quite delicious. And it makes your teeth blue and your tongue blue and your lips blue. Well, thankfully, the voltage doesn't do that. Got voltage and a whiskey here, giving it another shot for the title. Again, the live wire and the whiskey and the voltage and the whiskey are sort of on the same avenue in that they're both uplifting what's great about whiskey and what's great about these individual sodas and eliminating sort of the, the, the weaknesses that they might have. Voltage, like I said, can be a little bit syrupy and there's something about the abrasiveness of whiskey that helps eliminate that a little bit. And it feels like a unique sort of drink. It's got this really nice color to it too. So when you're in college, of course, you create some pretty unique combinations of things. And I remember one of my good old roommates, we mixed Kraken rum and voltage. Reminds me a lot of this. Very, very tasty. The thing with the Kraken, though, is that it made this beautiful, beautiful emerald color. <laughs> it was very strange. But, hey, I would try to sell that. And I tried to sell this, too. Voltage and whiskey. Man, who'd have thought? Definitely want you folks there in the comments. want you to come up with some names for some of these winning cocktails here. I think Voltage is deserving of it. But... Got to give live wire and whiskey a little little shot here again, too. So there's something I like about the orange of live wire. It's not like your typical orange soda. Love my orange crush. Love my Fanta. I've talked about orange soda, of course, here on Who You Got before when we talked about German novelty beverages with my cousin Andrea. Be sure to check that episode out. But live wire, a little bit different. It's got a little bit more of like a candy-like quality to it. The type of orange that it's going for feels almost like caffeinated, carbonated orange drink in a good way. Believe me, I, I, I'm, I'm not one to, to poo-poo on grape drink, orange drink, those very standard artificial flavor type things. 
Those I don't mind. Just remind me of being a kid in summertime. And this does too, a little bit. Boy, it's all making me burpy though. Definitely not going to miss that once I give up soda. Something keeps bringing me back to this live wire. Reminds me a little bit. My grandma would always have Kool-Aid, orange Kool-Aid ready for us when we ever visited. There's something that live wire does that taps into that. And I like the whiskey with it. I don't think my grandmother put whiskey in her Kool-Aid, but if she did, it'd be pretty tasty. This is a tough one. I think I'm going to need to take at least one more sip of each. And maybe we even go back and compare to the regular old Mountain Dew and whiskey. I think what I like about both of these sodas, too, is that they have a bit of a stronger smell to them. As they go in and drink for the voltage, get a lot of that raspberry flavor right in the nose. It feels very, very like thick and heavy. Again, sort of syrupiness, but I'm starting to spin itself in a little bit of a better way. And then you get that nice orange flavor with live wire. Hmm. Okay, let's compare it back to the regular Mountain Dew. And that one's still mostly whiskey. <laughs> I think I've made my decision, though. I think Livewire is the winner here. There's something just very satisfying and warm and comforting about the flavor combinations of whiskey. And that's nice, strong, clear Possibly artificial. Okay, very likely artificial. Orange flavor. There's something really potent there that's combining. Feels very, almost like mimosa-like. I like that sort of bright citrusy flavor to my cocktails. So I think this is a winner for the mixed drinks. We have live wire and whiskey. Mountain Dew still maintaining their reputation. Maybe if it was lost for a little while, but still maintaining that reputation of being a good mixer with Mountain Dew. But the cocktail king of the mountain, it's got to be live wire. Live wire and whiskey. If you're looking for a new mixer for your favorite whiskey, give Mountain Dew a try. I know, I know it's kind of crazy how it might work or maybe not work for you, but Mountain Dew isn't just for gamers as some sort of exquisite culinary compliment to Doritos. It's for cultured folks like us, too. Thanks for listening in on this special episode of Who You Got, this special taste test with me. Uh, I didn't feel like I was drinking completely alone, so I appreciate you being here. I'd love if you could keep me and my guests company on every episode of Who You Got, mini and regular. Don't miss a single one when you follow Who You Got on Instagram and Facebook. You can suggest topics for any episode anytime. As always, I look forward to seeing what you guys want to see me ramble on about or taste test on mic for about 10 to 15 minutes. Then, of course, wherever you are listening, please review, like, and share. Five-star ratings are great. Your thoughts and suggestions are great. And your friends and family joining the party would be the greatest. Do and whiskey for everyone. Thank you again for joining me on this mini episode of Who You Got. I can feel another burp coming, so I'll see you later. My name is Dayton Hotman. We'll see you next time.